Welcome to Fortitude at Work, a podcast all about building your mental and emotional strength. Pull up a chair and join in the chat with your hosts, Leanne and John. Let's talk all things that put fortitude to work for you. We're back. Hello. Hello. We're back again. We are. It's like you never left me, Johnny. Yeah, it's almost like we've just gone filming the first one <laughs> and recording that directly to the second one instead of it being a week later. No, don't. Weird. Don't give that away, weird. Johnny. It is. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we rambled. I mean, we talked. We did. We talked last week. We did. Last week. Yeah. About being back and small business people and we talked about power. We did. And what are all the things that kind of feed into people feeling more powerful and therefore feeling less stressed and anxious in their small business. And and that this opinion is is not just out of the air. Right. This is from interviewing uh, so many small uh, and micro. Yeah, micro business and sole traders, not small, in fact. And after all of those interviews, this is the stuff that's come out of that. Yeah. Um, uh, So uh, just to preface that, we're not talking out of our bums here. We've actually got some research here. Yeah, um, and it uh, and it seems to resonate. Yeah, you're with a, a lot of people. You're a PhD widow, aren't you? I am a yes. widower. Yeah, widower. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the other room waiting for her to come back <laughs> for that from, day to from come. The PhD. Yes, <laughs> and I'm telling you, I'm writing a PhD. That's it. Am I really? Yes, that's right. And Leanne's a lecturer uh, <laughs> at home <laughs> and at uh, at the uni as well. So uh, I uh, I've been to many many uh, tutorials. <laughs> and lectures and uh, in your kitchen in the kitchen yeah um, <laughs> okay I'm, yeah, I'm don't to... say any more john okay fine. you're blushing yes I okay have. don't okay. don't give it away okay <laughs> so anyway w- so we're going to talk about all of those things i think it is worth when we've had this discussion off camera i think it actually is worth also noting that not everyone is stressed or anxious in their micro business mm. like, it does come and go we touched on that last time so it is worth revisiting that yeah. some people love working weekends some people love working out of hours whatever it's yeah. horses for courses, so we're not talking in absolutes here. No, but my, as, I, as I said, my guess is if they're listening or watching this, then they're hoping to get something from this. Yeah. And the people that would want something from this would be people that recognise they don't know what they don't know, and they may be struggling with their small business. So if we can help, yeah, uh, we're, that's what we're here for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So this week, let's talk about honesty mm. and why is honesty important in small business and and how do I the benefit of being honest and and how or who do I you know connect with to sort of be able to just let it go and be honest Mm. Um, and I think this is a really critical first step when we talk about power because you've really got to you've got to be honest with yourself and you've got to know like what is going on for you, don't you? Do you find that in your counselling? Yeah. Well, the uh, firstly, the um, uh, people um, being ready to um, learn and right. people uh, wanting to find out ways to live a more peaceful, connected, purposeful life um, will go looking for it. And, yeah. and if they find us in that journey, um, then our first... Um, episode of this season was all about how important having self-power was yeah uh, and also to recognize when you're not when you're feeling powerless yeah um so and the next step in that sorry because i'm very structured and processed i know is uh, is around honesty um so if you um in a situation where you you are feeling powerless um step 
one is to recognize you're feeling powerless step two is to have some authenticity around that and you, and you've just said so who do you have that with and how do you do that yeah practically yeah right okay so so what would, can you give me an example i'm learning still uh, how this works well maybe we need to take a step back yeah. and remember i talked in the first episode Check it out if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, I remember I talked in the first episode about um, normalising discussions around uh, feeling well and feeling good and mental health days at work and all that sort of stuff, like normalising it. You're not alone. You're not alone. Okay. And I think that's probably where we need to start first for these small business, micro business, sole trader people is we need to normalise the discussion about the challenges that come with small business. Yeah. I- I've got a bit of a be in my bonnet on this at the moment because um, I do quite a bit of work with um, ASB FEO so I know acronyms yay I know okay don't doze off on me no no ABS what (laughs) anti-skid braking who else was it ASB FEO SPF they did a Australian Small Business Family Enterprise Ombudsman. Got it. Keep up, John. Okay. ASBFEO.gov.au. Yes. Um, I've done some work with them in the past, but anyway, um, they've got some really good data around smaller micro businesses um, at their website, ASBFEO.gov.au. They're independent yep. um, statutory body. Anyway, what we actually know is, get this, yep. about a third, in fact, 28%. So let me round it up a bit about a third of all businesses in Australia earn, how much do you think, in turnover? Uh, a couple of, one or one or 200 grand, something like that. Less than $50,000 per whoa, annum. Whoa, that's a third. That's that's below the poverty line almost. Yeah, like, about le- less whoa. than 50K. And we actually know that this is um, done through the ATO. And don't even get me started on that. But anyway, okay. another third... In fact, just over 30%, so let's say a third, mm. just over 30%, earn somewhere between 50K and 200K per annum. So if we talk roughly two-thirds, let's say roughly, two-thirds of all businesses in Australia are earning less than 200K per annum. Wow. So when we actually say oh, well, you know, I'm going to be a multi-million dollar business, you're probably going to be the exception and not the norm. The norm is I'm going to earn probably a couple of hundred K, and and that's all businesses. And and, and most of the time, no, not much more than if you worked for someone else. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, true, true. So a big decision to go out on your own and to have your own space and to spend 80 hours instead of 40 working for yourself, but then to not make much more than your woodwork working for someone else. That's right. And to do it alone. Oh, right. There's no HR department for the right. plumber, is there? Right. No. Okay. The problem is yeah. we actually don't talk about those numbers. We don't. So if you've ever seen me do a keynote, fortitudeatwork.com.au, by the way, but if you ever see me do a keynote, you would... You may have sat in a conference session where I've asked people to um, tell me how many Australian entrepreneurs they can name, right? Mm. So I'll do this activity. How many can you name? And I do this with my uni students every year. How many can you name? I will guarantee most people will tell me four. Mm. They can tell me four. So they can tell me Mark Boris, Janine Alice from Boost Juice. Mm -hmm. 
they can tell me, you know, the red balloon lady. Mm. Um, so maybe we can get to four. There was a girl from you know? Soap Lady a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Doing she's, really well. Oh, God, she's so old news, John. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, let it go. Anyway. She was amazing. Yeah. Anyway, my point is mm. if we can only name four, maybe six entrepreneurs, then we're not talking about business enough. Because those four or six people that we might be able to name, I will guarantee you are the exception mm. and not the norm yeah. to what it's like running business. Yeah, so if and you're you're comparing yourself to them, that's that's no. not that's not where you're sitting. And those people that get on to social media telling you that if you work with me, you're gonna have a multi million dollar business and I only work with multi million dollar turnover people and mm. That sort of thing that sets you perhaps to um, unrealistic expectations of what a small business is really like yeah. for, you know, 98% of all businesses in this country, mm. um, then we're not normalising what it's like. No. The, what you'll see um, in the, the papers and online or in the media is these ex- exceptions to the rule. Yeah, and if you're comparing yourself to them, and you're having putting those expectations on yourself, that's that's unrealistic. It's not it's not the norm. That's right. So to normalise, recognise that you are in the majority if you're on your own, uh, and you're not making millions. That's once exactly again, right. You're in the majority. That's right, and it's okay. Yeah. So I think that's a good place to start. Is to say, well, if you're not earning a multi million dollars in your small business, mm. then you're exactly normal. <laughs> you are. You are. And, there's, uh, and you know, wherever you're sitting right now, in, in your um, office, your bedroom, your kitchen, your truck, um, uh, if you look around, somewhere within 50 metres, there's someone else doing and thinking the same stuff you are right now. You aren't alone. They're just down the road. Yep. You're just all doing it together alone, if yep. that makes sense. Yeah. So let's start there, right? Yeah. So yeah. let's start by recognising that if we're honest, mm. we're all the same, right? Here we are. I'm not, I'm sorry, Johnny, but I'm not the Kim Kardashian of the world. Oh, well, then She's I'm, the exception. I'm the norm. I've hooked my uh, horse to the wrong wagon here. <laughs> I, was, I was going for, uh, you know, you keep me in the lifestyle. I'll, I'll become yeah, sorry, to. honey. Damn. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Do you want to end the episode here? That's right. But it will make sure I'll send some emails later. Okay. Okay. okay, so we've covered off on that bit first. So we know, um, first, we want to normalise what it means to be in small business. And I think that's the first step of being honest. Mm. And I just, I wish we had more of these sorts of discussions. So please, can this episode, please go viral. Let yeah. it go viral. Let's have this honest, honest discussion. Yeah, yeah I actually think it'll, it'll save lives. Right. Um, it'll, it'll, um, uh, lives that may be shortened from the stress of putting all those expectations on yourself. Life will be shortened by the stress of comparing yourself unrealistically right. to other people. So to, to, yeah, to um, extend your life, watch the next episode. Jeez, uh, yeah, that sounds good. Can we yeah. use that as a soundbite? Yeah, that, would be, that would be great. <laughs> if you want to live, come back. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. anyway. I may have overstated that a little. Yeah. That's okay, honey. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. So we want to start by normalising that mm-hmm. conversation. And then we want to start by not being afraid to share that reality with other people. Mm-hmm. That's going to take a leap of faith for some people. Right. Yeah. So that means, for example, this is my little 
crusade. If you are a sole trader or a micro business owner, please, please use I on your website or in your communication. Stop saying we. Stop saying we. Okay. If it's really just you. Yep. Because the more people realize that it's I and I'm small and proud, yep. small and proud, um, then the more we begin to see the humanness in yeah. business. Yeah. We don't hide behind the beautiful websites and we don't hide behind the ABN registration. Yeah. It breaks my heart to see some very small traders being advised to register for GST just so they look bigger on their invoicing. Yeah. Because really what we want to be doing, I think, is reminding everybody that most of us are small business. Most of us have small you know, turnover comparatively. And therefore, we are dependent on other people supporting us on our business journey. And how much of the economy is small business? I remember you had that. Was a, a small business, about 98% of all businesses in this country are small. Okay. So um, if you start saying I um, instead of we... Uh, then you are actually letting uh, your clients and your, um, uh, what is it, your, your um, people in your industry yeah. know that you're telling the truth. And, and that means and you can start saying I instead of we, you can start saying uh, my wife and I right. or, or my wonderful team, small team and I. Right. Yeah. Let's start reminding everybody. And so then it becomes, it becomes okay to be honest about who who you are and how you're working. And I think another reason why this is just so critical is, again, if you look at the data that was released just this week about payment terms for small business, only about one third of big business actually pay their small business clients on time. That's a lot of money, a lot of small businesses money in a lot of bank accounts other people's bank accounts right that it's in the wrong spot it's in the wrong spot and okay. why because it can be yeah because we either maybe they they go well okay you want your money come get it yeah or maybe they go oh they're a big business they'll be okay because they don't realize yeah they don't realize so i think we have to play a role in that yeah. in encouraging people to pay us quicker because over a quarter of all big businesses in this country take 120 days to pay a small business invoice. Is, the, is there an advocacy for small business? Um, ASBFEO, John. Say that, it with that's me. what you said earlier. Okay. Okay. Small business. Okay. As for. Okay. There'll be a link. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Show okay. notes. And, and they are a voice for small business. Yes. Okay. There is also the each state has a small business small business commission or commissioner so you can go to them for help but perhaps most importantly if we're going to talk about um if we're going to talk about payments um did you actually know that there is a small business debt helpline it's just recently got government funding to carry on and and, um, advocate for small business owners and we'll put those uh, links in the show note did you no i didn't mean to hijack this by the way no that's right just talk about money did i ever hear you at some point saying that the ato were helping small business more now have have i got that right uh they were doing that in um okay back in COVID days they've gone back to their okay they're back to being bastards no 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 no, i wouldn't i'm not saying Okay. I'm not saying I'm that. Saying, okay. I'm so, not saying that because I think the ATO actually really do care about small business and the mental health of small well, business. Well, they pay people. a lot of tax. Yes. Okay, so they do have things at the ATO to help small yes. business. 
you just got to take that. Yes. You've got to find it. Yes. Okay. Where I did reference the ATO earlier on, though, was talking about how the, the stats that I've shared here today, mm. and I can see you glazing over. Love the stats. <laughs> <laughs> the stats that I've shared here today mm. are about businesses that are actually registered for GST. Yeah. There's a whole group yeah. of other a cohort of other businesses out there called nano businesses. And those businesses um, are not registered for GST, tend to work from home, might be more transitioning from a hobby into a business. Less than 70K a year? Uh, Yeah, uh, 70, I think it's 75 now. But anyway, they're not registered for GST. We really know nothing about them. Wow. We don't really know much about them at all. Shame, shame. a huge portion as well there. Yeah. So anyway... Let's normalise it because if we can normalise it and if we can tell people, when I bill my corporate clients, I actually have in my terms of trade, I'm a sole trader and cash flow is critical to me and I need you to pay me on time. And if you can't pay me on time, please tell me right now because then I have choice power to say, well, how do I negotiate this? How do I cover not having your money in my bank account? That sounds like you're being honest. Yeah. Uh, you're telling the truth. Uh, yep. Put it on every invoice. Oh. I'm a sole trader. I need your money. Okay. And the uh, accounts payable department get that. And maybe there's a human being that yeah. actually reads that. And goes, oh, they work okay. on their own. And maybe decision I didn't know makers, that. And decision makers may actually um, react to that. Yeah. Because you've told the truth. Yeah, because I've told the truth. Okay. I've told right. the truth. So that's something. So I guess the other thing too around that is is we're having this collective discussion, which is great. But how do I get the courage, John, to be honest about what's going on for me? How do I do that? Oh, take a leap of faith, wouldn't it? You'd have to you'd have to believe. You'd have to test it, I think. For me. I'd have to give it a go to see what the repercussion was, if any, by doing that. I think that's a really good idea and, and we've talked about this in season one. We've talked about having a wing person. Oh yeah. You know, having like that sounding board where you can mm see someone who has unconditional positive regard, mm. right? Yeah, what does that mean, John? Uh, well, it's no judgment. It's to allow someone to find themselves and the confidence within. And right. the way they do that is to express their fears. And the more they're given a space to do that, the less power the, the fears have over them. Right. So, yeah. So, so yeah. for example, when you, if I was to put that in, say, I'm a sole trader, if... I have a fear that says I like my website saying we and that we sound bigger because I'm afraid that if my clients know it's only me, they think I can't do the job, Yeah. right? They'll think I'm not capable of doing the job. Yeah. Um, if I'm able to voice those fears... Honestly. Openly. Honestly, then what? Well, I suppose you, you wait and see, do you? I, I don't know. Well, I guess you can work through them. Yeah. You can work through them to see maybe practice. You said practice, oh, didn't right. you? Okay, yeah. You can role play. Role play. You can role play with a wingman. And so you find a person or some people in your life um, without conditions, uh, um, counsellors, therapists, um, where you can uh, role play those discussions or those uh, those conversations yeah. um, to see how you would uh, cope with that. Yeah, and I, and I know we've talked about this before, but I do think it's worth revisiting because we are talking about honesty, right? Mm. 
It is worthwhile carefully selecting who that wing person is, right? Yeah. I'm saying person, you're saying man, but I'm saying person. Did I say man, did I? Okay. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, it's like um, anything. Uh, you want to find a good fit, someone that you feel comfortable with, where you feel like you have a connection and it feels right. Um, so just as if you were, uh, what was the metaphor you used years ago about um, trying on coats or clothes? Yeah, yeah, a winter yeah. coat. Winter coat, that's what. Yeah. So go out. Good and, memory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do listen sometimes. <laughs> Um, so finding the right person to do that with is important and to not give up with the first one or two if, if it's not fitting. Um, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. There are so many amazing people out there that are in the business of being in service to others. Um, go and find the one that, 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 that is right for you, that where you feel heard and you feel a connection with, that understands what it's like to be you. Uh, find that person and then... Um, the the benefits from that relationship yeah, yeah. Um, are just uh, limitless. Yeah. limitless. Yeah. So I guess just to wrap up, mm. we've talked about the benefit or the power mm. that comes with being honest, but I guess maybe that's a collective honesty. We all have to kind of step up at some stage and go, hey, I work for myself or I've got a small business or I need timely payments for mm. cash flow. But if you're nervous doing that initially – because you're so used to having we and, you know, looking bigger yeah. and you're nervous about how that might look for your clients, mm. you can go and find somebody that you can practice and you can explore why that scares you so much yeah. and what that might mean before you actually start telling people that you work alone. Yeah, and if it's about comparing yourself to others or um, uh, putting high expectation on yourself, um, uh, maybe the time is to... to to let that go it may have helped you for a while to to get, mm. have the confidence to go into business in the first yeah. place but now in business if you're having trouble uh that being sustainable for you then keys uh, and a summary of sorts mm. here is to yeah. recognize it's about your personal power it's about yeah. the times when you're feeling powerless and a couple of um mm. first off off the lot strategies is around being open and honest about who you are about being in small business start talking about i or me and my wife and I, or my small team and I, um, and and say I need to I need this in order for my business to be sustainable. Yeah, absolutely. And um, finding someone, uh, another human being, because people need people. Yeah, Barbara Streisand said that. Finding don't some- sing now. No, I won't. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Finding someone, another human being that that is a good fit for you. We called a wingman at, at sometimes, or, or a counselor, or a therapist, just someone who uh, non-judgmental, unconditional person for you to uh talk about those fears yeah to lower those fears yeah yeah excellent cool excellent till next time yeah bye bye thanks for your time today hope you got some great takeaways from our chats if you'd like to know more about john and his counseling go to johndiamond.com.au if you'd like to know a bit more about leanne and the work she does in the mental health of small business owners go to fortitudeatwork.com Don't forget, check the show notes for any additional information about support and resources specifically for small business owners.